Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon, and tonight we've got a good chunk. Your video crashed. Your video crashed? Oh, the video crashed again. Yeah, but that's fine. Don't worry about it. I clipped it down. Yeah, it's as it always goes. Oh, yeah, that is the terrifying thing. (sighs) Anyways, yes, if you're watching live on the podcast, you can see a terrifying bug creature is, uh, looks like it's It's consuming. Is it? It's a mammal? It's terrifying, yeah, whatever it, it was. Glyptodon is like an Ice Age armadillo rodent thing. I don't remember that. what it's Everyone classified as, but it, it's a mammal. Isn't armadillo a rodent? I don't know. I don't know. Anyways. Aren't rodents mammals? Aren't rodents mammals? Back on track for a second here. I'm the host, as always, Pylon. And tonight we've got a lot of news coming out of PAX West. Yes, West. I had to get my directions right remember where we were. Should we just start over? No, nope, we're good. Like... We're good. Uh, with me tonight, we've okay, got <laughs> uh, Lost in Hyrule, AKB, hey. and Baratron. Uh, we don't have Alara with us, who has been eaten again by work, so we won't have her with us tonight, but hopefully she'll be back soon. And on that note, we're going to move over to our scholarly pursuits. Okay, yeah. So, as always, we had a little bit of a failure in the technology at the beginning of the show, because that's how we roll here. Because it wouldn't be a Bethesda-related thing without crazy bugs and things <laughs> crashing. So, we figure we'll keep the podcast on theme with the content we're uh, covering. Um, so, Lost in Hyrule, how have you been? What have you been up to in the past week or so? So, in real life, I'm dealing with the unfortunate side effects of poison ivy or one of its ilk. Oh, where is and it? So, on, like, where is it? Uh, sporadically everywhere. On your arms? So, yeah. So, can you show arms, the legs, show us waist, on stream what it looks like? I, I, not effectively. So there was a spot here, but it's pretty much faded. Uh, there's some gross junk on my hand. Oh, That's blistering nicely. So that's that's annoying and has. <laughs> Made me less willing to play games, though I've still got some stuff in. As far as Elder Scrolls goes, I've gotten into some very annoying lore arguments. And <laughs> as a moderator on the Discord, I must always maintain a very even disposition and be kind and control some of those urges of how do you not understand me? I'm being perfectly reasonable. As everybody Gradual. believes they are doing in every argument ever. Uh, <laughs> some of us are right about it. Some of us are not. <laughs> I've gone to arguments that I know I've been unreasonable in. I've actually I, also done that as I well. I completely agree with that. I've encountered those from AKB often. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Shots fired early on in the podcast, everybody. Okay. I've as far as Elder Scrolls playing goes, I finished the Stormhaven main quests in the Daggerfall Covenant, and I've moved in. I've done in about ESO, half of them I assume in you mean. Ribbon, Yeah, in ESO, yes. And I've done about half of them in Riven Spire. So I'm making a decent pace through quests now. Years and years after the game launched, I'm finally making progress through the story. So that's good. Uh, We're going to talk about it later, but new quests came out for Blades. And I blitzed (laughs) through all of those on the first night. And then I've gained probably three or four more magic levels in Skyrim Pinball. Continuing my quest to document all of that game, but it's slow because... As I've said multiple times, losing my character did demotivate me a decent amount. So I'm working on. Did you say magic levels? 
Yes. What like my levels magic? in the magic skill. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I thought you were just Spellcasting like... is just one skill line in that game. Oh, interesting. So there's not destruction and restoration, it's just magic. That sounds one fun. Week, one week we need to have AKB playing Skyrim Pinball. For sure. Yes. Head to head I against I have played it. Can you, wait, there's PvP? You can't play live PvP, but we could just have a like a oh. score off, both playing at the same time and see who lasts longer and does better. <laughs> so the guy that's got I hours of practice in at this game has been documenting versus it for months versus the guy in the world. Versus the guy that's never actually played it and he was about to say, I don't even know if I can get it working. <laughs> he said he's played it. Have you played it, AKB? Yeah. For longer than versus 10 the minutes? best pinball player in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I could probably get it working right now, to be honest. No. See. It's not worth it. You're gonna crash everything. And yeah. we'd have to change what game we're streaming. Oh, we're not even streaming the right game. Oh no. Well, we're talking about other scrolls online. Here's so the thing. Fine. If I do this, I'll somehow get a blue working, working right and we now. can go back to the original <laughs> plan. <laughs> That's how it always works. Yeah, AKB was going to stream uh the game we were, the mod we, he was talking about last I, week. Here's the thing. That's a good idea. If we I should have this, like a picks I'll of the week somehow get part of this and like pick your favorite like either like plan. quests or that you've worked on or add-ons or things like that. I've got a new I'm going to we'll talk about that later. I think that's a great idea. Um awesome. So is that all you've been up to lost? Yep. Sweet. Baratron. No, oh no. Not. No, there was more. No. That was more. Oh, you were on Twitter, my yeah, friend. Yeah, but did we move that to news? No, we moved it to Scholarly Pursuits, and I just forgot. <laughs> I didn't actually write down which section to talk about it in. So this is a overall very mild news thing, but Lehman Tuttle, who is the yeah, lore master for Zenimax oh, Online Studios, he posted a Twitter, he called it an AMA, and he said that there were two rules for this Twitter AMA that he just spontaneously did late at night. Rule one was the questions cannot be about Elder Scrolls lore. And oh, the that. second rule was all answers he provides will be lies. <laughs> and so just because that sounded like a fun thing to get into, I don't Twitter hardly at all. But I decided to jump in on that. And I said, when Lauren Schick passed the mantle to you, what was the ceremony that he enacted? And I got a four, nope, five tweet response, response from Mr. Tuttle, and Baratron really wanted me to read it. So I'll go ahead and read Lehman Tuttle's answer to the ceremony Schick gave to pass the mantle of Loremaster on to Tuttle. He summoned me to an enormous throne room. The heads of slain lore pretenders adorned the walls, and a grand stained glass window depicting him locked in combat with Alexandra Dumas shined behind him dappling his shoulders with red, blue, and yellow light. He bid me kneel before him. I did. From beneath his velvet cape, he produced a golden quill, stained red with the blood of a thousand thousand forgotten writers. He pricked his finger with the ancient pen and traced a sigil upon the floor with his own life's blood. The crimson mark began to glow brighter and brighter until a homunculus with the face of John Travolta appeared before me, holding a scroll made from the skin of long-dead Mark Twain. Lawrence handed me the quill and ordered me to sign my name to the document. As soon as I finished signing the scroll, a great peal of thunder rumbled within the throne room, followed by anguished laughter and desperate wailing. I fell to the ground as if struck by an ocean wave. When I finally got back on my feet, 
Lawrence was gone. And that's exactly how it happened. So that thank is... you very much for that story, Mr. Tuttle. <laughs> that is the best response I could have ever <laughs> expected out of a lore master for a fantasy video game that I can ever imagine happening. That's so funny. I laughed so hard when I read through that whole thing. I, I was quite, I'm quite honored. It was yeah. very cool to see him do that. That was so good. It was so now well thought out too. And like, yes, it was. <laughs> For a tweet and it didn't take him very long to come up with it either. No, yeah, it was like I looked at it, it was like five minutes. It was just like he's like he's thought of this before, and I didn't expect anything, so I just went to bed. So I found that the next morning. Amazing, that was a great yeah. way to wake up. <laughs> just look at your phone. Why do I have? Okay, oh, awesome. So, I'm trying to not. I don't know how you follow getting responded to about the secret initiation of a lore master for Zenimax, but Baratron, what have you been up to this week? Mm, what have I been up to? Uh, in terms of real life, the weather here is a lot more what, we, what you'd expect this time of year. Rain? So I'm no longer... Well, <laughs> yeah, there has been some rain, but basically I'm not no longer dying of the heat. That's good. Uh in terms of games I've been doing, Veteran Dungeons on my... I say new. I mean, a new character in ESO, you know, is one that I've been playing for a few months as opposed to years. That's still pretty new, I feel like. If yeah, you've only I'm got right. to, like, level 50 with them recently, it's new. Yeah. So, Veteran Dungeons on my new Necromancer, trying to get no death runs and speed runs on my first attempt. Oh, depending on who the group was, obviously, makes it easier. I hear you, I see you say trying to get no death runs. Does that mean? (laughs) Okay. So I was doing a vet diafrost heap and the final boss of diafrost is kind of tricky. You have to know the mechanics. You have to know that she, uh, if I say jumps, that's not really quite the right word, but she, she rapidly moves by magic uh, a long way away. And then, does a massive massive aoe and that we were with two uh, random people picked up through the group finder they both had fifteen thousand hit points which is not enough and and one of them was actually running food because when his food ran out halfway through that boss fight he dropped down to eleven thousand hit points Oof. So yes, we did not. We did not get the no death because it's not you know you getting the no death. It's the it's the whole, it's the whole team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was. The, I mean, it was fair enough. Um, you don't expect miracles when you're running with complete strangers. But that was funny. Um, I did uh, last night, in fact, first ever veteran clear of depths of Malatar, which was one of the dungeons, uh, not from the last pack but the pack before that dragon scales because scale breaker was the most recent one scale breaker was dragon bones dragon Dragon bones was before rathstone oh no it was it was one of the rathstone dungeons okay so it was from it was from scale breaker but not hang on because we just had two more if only there was a wiki that we could search depth of malatar in there was i'm just just gonna look hey, it everybody up make sure you go to uesp.net and search the wiki you can find any of your elder scrolls related questions answered there plug there we go right um it was of Malata. well it was part of Rastone. Rastone. okay yes 
Yes, along with Frostbolt. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Anyway, yeah, I was in there, and uh, I've only actually run that dungeon once before uh, on normal, and it was a nightmare, and I didn't know what was going on. And this time, I uh, ran through it with a couple of friends, and we got, we got the veteran clear. I was quite happy, and as you've got to see, it's got a lovely, um, it's sort of Meridia themed, and at the end, you go into the coloured rooms briefly. And that is really, really nice. And I kind of want to go in and get some decent photos, but I have no idea how you get photos while it's going on because, you know, how you how you take screenshots while it's actively happening. I you accept you that just, you will uh, not live. Well, maybe. You have to just, if you're going in for screenshot purposes, you just accept, like, well, I'm about to die. Don't we all accept that to some degree? Oh, dark. Anything else you've been up to, Baratron? In the Elder Scrolls worlds? In the Elder Scrolls world. Uh, I hope other things have happened in real life. But... Other things have happened in real life. Um, right, I, we, we finally got a guild trader this week. Oh, awesome. Maybe I'll log back managed into to, ESO for a change. Yeah, managed, managed to work out. Um, but yes, I spent quite a lot of hours, myself and Wicked Shifty, we spent a lot of hours going around documenting uh, not only where did the, where's the guild trader at uh the one we had before at Lillandrill. oh awesome. Nowagen. he's the uh, he's the argonian on the end yeah um so not only documenting who was where but also all of the bids we had placed and how much we got outbid by and sort of working this all out and talking to a few other guild masters who i you know who are personal friends who i trust and trying to figure out how much it is and oh my goodness it's it's kind of interesting um I do think that in the long run, this multi-bid system is going to be a good thing. But what I did notice is that a lot of mid-range guilds, which UESP is very much, are being edged out. So there's yeah. the... Um, is that pinball? Oh, it's pinball. So there's the... Yeah. So there's the uh, very rich trading guilds who can afford um, to spend a large amount of money. And they are pretty much guaranteed a spot somewhere because they can put millions and millions of gold down. Um, and then there's the poor guilds, the ones that you know typically only have a couple of hundred items, who normally take something like an Outlaw's Refuge or one of the out-of-the-way roadside traders. Yeah. And you're finding those. But then the mid-range guilds, the ones that you know have sort of 700 to 1,400 items, let's say, those are the ones that are being edged out by the, by the multi-bidding. Because the... Uh, smaller towns where these guilds would typically be placed uh those traders are set the well probably not second choice probably they'd they be the seventh choice of one of the big guilds yeah so, so i don't quite know how that's going to yeah i don't quite know how it's going to work out but I think, it's probably going to take a few months yeah yeah definitely awesome i love that akb got pinball working that's so funny why is why are the flippers bound to left and right shift? Because it feels like a natural pinball machine. Yes. That's Not it? saying it's a good idea, but that is what they are. Can you change it to left and right? Why is why are the flippers? I actually can't shift. Amazing. Well, looks like you're I, left I and right shift. I played this before, and was not that terrible. 
What if you change uh, at the top right? There's like keyboard and mouse options. If you press over to change it to this like keyboard or something, can't. or change it to controller, I guess would be the other option. That that I, might I be. I played a bit this too before and was not that terrible. Right um. So AKB. Other than getting pinball working, what have you been working on? A few different things. I've been messing around with a. Yeah, start to make that, that might be a bit too complicated. I got a million points. I don't uh, think he's going to be able to effectively uh, talk while also play pinball good. Uh, a few different things. Uh, I've so been messing around with, earlier uh, this week, uh, I was looking through some quest. old war stuff, basically Already stuff that we forgot points. existed. Uh, I've discovered like half a dozen like major interviews they did uh, that. So, no one's bothered to like earlier this week. Uh, I was like looking through some one of the most famous stuff. interviews. Uh, Basically, that's ever that did was existed. a interview uh, with a. Uh, I've discovered like an half interview a dozen, with us, like, like interview with free booksellers or interview no with to, like, uh, Dunmer, and like, they apparently did like another half dozen of those uh, with other fan sites that no one bothered to because those fan sites went down. An interview with us, like so. That was really interesting to find out, and that probably happened more frequently back in the day too, because you then apparently did like another half dozen of those. Um, I'm being told that the audio is doubling. I will fix that. That's fixed right now. Um, that's interesting. That there would have been a lot more fan sites in the past for like the different games that just like an Oblivion fan site that's going to probably just disappear. Like that's just going to stop happening. So. Yeah, it's not going to get updated because it was just solely for Oblivion or just for Mormon yeah. or something like that. Our Daggerfall site endured. It's true. We endured. We are the exception that proves the rule. Was it... Was UESP always UESP? Mm, or was it, it the unofficial the Daggerfall? Daggerfall? No, it's I always been Elder Scrolls. It's always been Elder Scrolls. Interesting. That would also um, help to it being more broad at the beginning versus saying like, like one of the cool things we found, which will hopefully show up on screen in like a second. Uh, I really sometimes it's like really nice, but when I'm sending pile on like three different video feeds at once. Yeah, there it's, it it's a little delayed. Uh, ah. If you look right there. That's the Korean version of Elder Scrolls Arena, which existed. And if anyone ever finds a copy of that, please let us know. I'm very curious of what's actually inside. Interesting. And we have access to Korean speakers. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if it'd be localized yeah. entirely or whatnot. That's they interesting. Uh, did contact uh, Korean developers. We knew that. I didn't know that existed. That's really cool. No one else did too. <laughs> awesome. Uh, besides that, other than your kind of jump back into the past, anything else you've been working on Elder Scrolls related? Nothing I can really discuss because there's a bunch of stuff Ooh, has secrets. happened this it's week. All secrets. Keep it like, secret. A bunch of really cool stuff has happened. And I'd like to talk about it, but there's a much more pressing cool stuff to talk about. It's true. Um, for myself, 
Let's see. Well, I did a bunch of stuff. I finally finished the Legends. Um, uh, daily rewards. For the first time ever, I got every daily award available in a month. I've never actually been able to do that before, so that was a bit of a feat for me, um, which also meant I played basically every day, and I actually got to rank 7. I was one win away from being rank 6, and then I went on an epic like 13-game losing spree. <laughs> So I ended up just barely making it in out of Serpent, at least for the um, finish of the season. But I don't think that affects anything, right? If you finish in Serpent, no. I don't think it matters. Yeah, it's just so you're you still the same rank. Yeah, you just have to get two over. So I like that mechanic yeah. way more than dropping down to like having like 50 ranks and moving up and down between them. I like that you only move forwards. Mm -hmm. Um. The other things I was working on, I didn't get a chance to play the Blades main quests solely because I was using all my free gaming time to play Legends so that I could actually be like, I'm going to get to rank six. Um, so I did that. So I haven't done Blades. So I'm going up to Muskoka next week, which is why there will not be a podcast on Monday specifically with me included. There may be something else, but I will not be there on Monday next week as a note. Um, so I plan to just relax and play some blades while lying on a deck, watching the waves come in at night with a campfire. So that should be nice. Um, I remembered to log into Legends every day this month. ESO, on the other hand, was a complete failure in that regards. And I was literally at, I think it, what was it? It was nine, I can't remember what time it was, but it was minutes before, oh no it was 7 30 before the time like rolled over to the next time that i remembered to log in to get the uh click to get to the hundred thousand gold so i actually did that because i was i i don't understand i feel like i log into eso every day and then like i look and i'm like apparently i've already missed like three days this month and i don't remember what days it would have been that i missed like i must miss like the login by like a minute or something like that so is is that because you play Legends on a, a tablet or something? Yeah, I play Legends on my phone constantly. Right, because that probably makes a difference. Whereas, yeah, you know, for ESO, you have to sit down at your computer. Exactly, I have to like make I have to make an effort to get in time away from everybody to sit down, play, log in, do all of that. Versus like Legends, if I have like fifteen minutes to myself, I can pop a game quick and I can do it wherever I am. So I don't have to worry too much about that. Um, but other than that, yeah, I've been working a lot on playing WoW Classic for the past few days, just like bathing myself in nostalgia, which has been a lot of fun. Um, nothing very exciting there. I'm already kind of burnt out from it too, as I entirely expected I would be. It's just like, oh yeah, I've already played all this stuff before. It was cool to get back in here, but now I'm done. I don't want to do old things which is kind of like the where i am in eso like i need to i need to come up with a new challenge or something for myself so i can get back into it and get the swing of like find a new quest line that i haven't done that's longer than like 10 minutes like a good chunk of something that i need to do so i keep <sighs> seeing people fun. on uh, on the eso zone chat going so who's here playing this whilst waiting for the wow classic cues yeah i know a lot of people are doing that it's super fun it's fun. It's nice to have, but yeah. Um, awesome. But I think that's probably all of our scholarly pursuits. So we should jump into our 
plethora of news. There's so much to talk about this week, so we'll move on over to that. So yeah, by the as, way, oh, go ahead, AKB. Whoa! If anyone wants to eat my high score, it's eight million eighty-eight thousand five hundred thirty-seven in pinball. Yes, I have no Mine's idea. It's two hundred fifty million. <laughs> mic drop. Lost <laughs> out. Lost. Just like drops the mic and walks off stream. Amazing. Um. So yeah. So we have a lot of news this week. Pax West happened over the weekend and we had Jeansy who's been on the podcast a long time ago I think for our second episode I don't think he's been on again since um but he was there since he lives in Seattle so we got him to get a lot of sneak peeks from PAX West for us so a lot of our reporting on what happened is coming directly from him so there's a little bit of secondhand knowledge since none of us were there but AKB do we have some UESP news to talk about first because I know you had a little bit in the notes Oh yeah, yeah. A big thing is we've. I'm not sure how exactly because, like, the fix that uh, Dave Humphrey, the inventor of the USB, uh, was attempting. He went like, "I don't think it's gonna work," but then it worked perfectly so far. So, not that's, trying to jinx it. That's the, always the most terrible. Like when you work in IT. The most terrifying two things are the fix that works when you don't think it should or the bug that resolves itself with zero intervention. <laughs> it's both. The, the two problems of, of IT are it's broken and I have no idea why. It's working and I have no idea why. <laughs> Basically, See, that's their I situation. I can assure you that in science, when, uh, you know, something... Well, maybe not so much in, in the like really hard sciences like like physics and engineering, but you know biology, chemistry, it's bugs that resolve themselves are great. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> um, those things like, are. I mean, if we want to go off on a giant tangent, the neutrino existed because they thought they had an instrument reading when they were calculating uh, the result of splitting. An atom, and then I'm like, "Hey, we're unaccounting for this very small amount of an atomic mass unit." And then I'm like, "We're pretty sure Einstein was right with, like, Einstein, Newton, all those were right with like conservation of matter and all that." So they just invented this little thing called the neutrino, which like literally means like little neutron in uh, neutron? Italian. It's either tricky or little. I can't remember off the top of my head. And because of that, like, for like 50 years, we just had this thing called the neutrino, which basically just existed to make the calculation correct. But then they were like, oh, hey, it was a real thing. <laughs> it took us like 50 years to actually, uh, we created like vast arrays of sensors just to detect one. And it was like super hard. The look of skepticism on Lost's face could like cut through walls right now. I love this. 
You should look up the neutrino loss. It's okay. super interesting. We had to build giant sensors and salt mines so nothing else could interfere with them. It was a whole thing. And still, it was like, we only detected it for like a um, hundredth of a second. And then it was like, by the way, we think we're billions of them are going through like each part of the universe every second, all the time. It's, it's super crazy. From the Wikipedia article I just looked up, so now I am clearly a physicist. Um, <laughs> what AKB says sat, looks accurate. So, Lost can drop the anyway. They prefer to be called physicians. <laughs> um, is there anything else new with UESP this week? Um, so basically, we fixed that bug. Uh, we're also uh, trying some different software out that might cause different problems. Basically, if you experience like major issues connecting to the site, there used to be other issues. Those ones were fixed. So if you have like new problems throughout the day, please contact us and let us know. Awesome. A uh, little bit of the shortest way to say that. Awesome. Yeah. So always feel free to reach out either in discord or what's the other best way to contact UESP if you're not on the discord for bug related things. Discord. discord. You can contact us through the wiki on the administrator notice board or the community portal awesome. or on the official UESP forum or through Twitter messaging, Facebook, well, Twitter DMs, Facebook messaging, Tumblr messaging. If you send me a message on Instagram to the UESP account, I'll try to look at it. I'm not very familiar with Instagram still, but is I there an address? Try. I can send a carrier pigeon to. Is there an address you can send a carrier pigeon to? Uh, I'm pretty sure that went extinct <laughs> and it was very sad. It's true. Um, awesome. Yeah. So if you have any bugs on the wiki, make sure you point them out. Uh, we have a little bit of legends news. So I'm going to look to lost as our backup legends correspondent since Alara and Alaro aren't here. So we'll get lost to announce all the legends news. Last week, we talked about the pre-patch notes where they were saying, here's some of the stuff that's going to be coming. And basically, that stuff was released, patch 2.13. The thing that I don't think they hinted at until it came out in the patch notes is that there's now an events system that has, like, the details of that have been added to the game. There's currently no events that have been announced. Any There's no extra information. But on the right side of the screen, if I remember correctly, there is a a button that says events and it goes in and it'll tell you whatever the current event is. So presumably events are going to be coming back soon. Events were something they used to have before the developer switch, such as gauntlets and they had the chaos the arena and chaos arena are the two big types. They had a few other like variations of those things. They had the grand melee, um, that sort of thing. Basically yeah. limited time, special tweaks on the gameplay should be returning to the game before too long. Which would be awesome. Give me something to use mm -hmm. on my event tickets for. Yeah. The event ticket thing where it prompts you to spend one to enter into arena or whatever. It is not designed to hold a digit more than three digits. It's not designed to hold a number more than three digits because mine is overflowing. It does really? not look right. It is ble bleeding off the button with my 184 tickets. That's so funny. So that's like the opposite of ESO, isn't it? Because in ESO, you do the event and you get an event ticket. 
Yeah, this, to do legends, the event, you have to pay an event ticket. You have to pay an event ticket. Yeah. That's, that's a little confusing if you it's, play both games. Yeah, it's a common card game, uh, the way to play. Like, you have to pay a ticket. You pay an entrance fee to get access to cards that you may not normally have and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually the method I'm really hoping Blades uses for its PvP, that you buy tickets to participate in PvP and then gear is randomized versus just you go in and you have to buy your own uh, items and bring them in. So that's what I'm hoping Versus to see. Versus the level 10 person running into the level 30 guy in dragon armor. Yeah, which would be... Or the person that just like has all artifacts decked out because they've spent $10,000 on blades. And you're just like, oh, that's your person. iron gear and yeah. you go and you happen to run into the ebony warrior. Yeah, essentially. Um, speaking of blades... Um, we got surprise update, which Lost mentioned in his scholarly They're all pursuits. surprise updates. They are this kind of all. They don't really give us any warning about them. It's just like, hey, look, quests. Um, so, yeah, there's... a little more exciting. It does. I actually really am happy with the speed of content. Like I said, that I think we were talking about the last podcast or the one before, that I was like, I hope they keep this up. They have. Mm-hmm. So... My expectations are being met, so I'm happy about that. So there's three new quest lines. Um, they had, they broke the game for a bunch of people. I know we've seen a lot of reports of right. infinity loading. I think you got hit by that one yourself, Lost Day. Eh? I am, yeah. Are you still so, caught out of the game? Yeah, I am. So Ooh. I downloaded the game, the update, and there are two new quest lines, and then one third unrelated one-off quest, which is pretty cool. And I played through all of them that night. Um, my wife had just left to visit a friend for the weekend, so I was really bored. I don't know what to do with myself when she's not around. So I just stayed up to like 1.30 in the morning playing all of the Blades quests. And I got through all of them, and they were pretty cool. I enjoyed them. I had fun. And then the next morning I went to open Blades, and I now have the infinite loading wheel and have had it since then. So I have not played in like five days. I missed my free golden chest on Sunday. Well, it's too bad. Yeah, that's annoying. So hopefully they get that solved somehow. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it would be... It's a weird thing that that's been happening to people earlier than now. Like the past few Mm -hmm. updates, people have had it, but it seems like the number of people affected has grown and the number of Reddit threads at least has really ballooned with this latest one. So whatever's happening is unfortunate. Hashtag early access. (laughs) <laughs> yes early access but i it do really give a thumbs up to the quests they're pretty cool yeah like that's kind of we've talked about it uh for like i want to say the last two or three shows about how oh wow they're doing like another update or they're doing another um major event that seems to be just a quiet rebalancing really yeah like and like i thought that it was just one of those games that says Hey, we're early access, so we're technically out, but we don't. We can still be bad. But, but no, they still it's... seem to be doing a, a decent amount of changes to the game while it's yeah. still in early access. So, like, they legitimately aren't done with the game. If, yeah. Like they're adding this much more, m- this many more quests to it. Yeah, I mean, and it's every from the get. Go ahead, Pylon. I was gonna say, and it's also like the frequency of it. It's like every like two months they're adding new quest content in. So. From the get-go, we knew that they intended there to be PvP in the game, 
and jewelry and stuff. PvP's not in, but jewelry was a feature where you had jewelry slots, but no jewelry in the game, and then they added it. So we got voice acting too. Uh, Yeah, voice acting got added. Yeah, a lot of like those are obvious things where you can tell they're still working on the features. They knew that they wanted more stuff to be in, so the early access label still makes sense in light of all the stuff we've seen added. It's just changed by other games, yeah. So a lot of people took that as basically Blades was done and they were very upset with it because, of course, they're going to be. Yeah. So what was the event that happened this weekend? I didn't really read it because I knew it wasn't going to be relevant to me. Yeah, it, it, uh, it, it was, was an, event that... oh, it was an enchanting weekend. Um, I actually didn't get a chance because, as I said, I haven't really played Blades this well until... The September was started so I could stop playing Legends, but it was an enchanting weekend where it increased <laughs> enchanting gear drops and more likely to get two enchantments. But from what I have heard from people, they didn't really have, to, it was a very still small chance that people were getting the double enchantments uh, bonuses. So it seems like it was uh, one of those hit or miss. It's like, oh, this doesn't really change much for me. Sure. And then the other stuff isn't relevant anymore because it's over, I guess. That's an unfortunate thing about the timing of our show. If they keep doing Blades events that are just On the weekends, weekend? I know. Just we just report it afterwards. Like, they don't tell you beforehand that this event is coming up. It's this event starts now, or maybe this event starts tomorrow. And you've got, like, two days. <laughs> Which yeah. is why, like I've been saying, I don't think they're real events. I think they're quiet balanced tests. They could that, be. That, that makes sense. It's gonna, they're going to say, like, okay, we upped the percentage, um, kind of like the Diablo 3 uh, rebalancing when they're like, they came out with the expansion pack for Diablo 3. They're like, for this week, we're going to make legendary drops like 300% higher than they used to be. And then after that week ended, they're like, we really liked that. So we just left it on. And then <laughs> that was just the rest of the game balance forever. So I feel like they might be doing something similar to that seeing what kind of balance happens when people do that. So awesome. We have a whole bunch of like non-current Elder Scrolls news too. Who I'm going to throw this one to the wild to see who actually wants to talk about the different kind of miscellaneous Elder Scrolls games. uh, We have news about. First two are definitely uh, AKB's realm. And the (laughs) last one, the last section is all about uh, creation club. Oh, okay, that's what they are. So, AKB, do you want to tell us what the birthdays there were? Uh, Daggerfall is now 23 years young. That's so crazy. Daggerfall, the second Elder Scrolls chapter, as it was still called back then. It's still called uh, that now. No, they're just called numeric. It's just numeric now. It used to be the Elder Scrolls oh. Chapter 1 Arena. No oh, chapter okay. anymore? New chapters in ESO. That's true. Yeah, that's actually but... really interesting because you know how they they were talking about uh, you know with ESO chapter. We're going, and I, uh, I didn't know where they got this name from because you know they were making Books. it really clear that it's not a not an expansion. It's a chapter. I didn't realize <laughs> that was an old name they brought back. I'm surprised. I still don't understand Sorry. the chapters versus expansion packs, but that's just me. Well, they're the, the same thing. 
the point of it is supposed to be that with an expansion pack, you play it so you've got like to level 50, and then you're at level 50 and you play the expansion. Whereas with chapter, you can start playing it as a brand new character. That's that's what the point is supposed to be. I get that, but think about a chapter in a book. If you're calling it a chapter versus an expansion, like a chapter comes sequentially after the one you've done before it. So in a, a traditional expansion pack, makes more sense to me to be called a chapter than the ESO chapter does. Any story update would be a chapter in that. Uh, yeah. What you're saying. And don't the chapters stop being chapters once they become DLC? Once the next chapter rounds? comes out. Yeah. Once the next chapter comes out, it's automatically part I don't, of I ESO. Don't know if they, I don't know if they changed the name, actually. That would be an interesting thing to look at. The only up. difference um, is that they are now in the DLC menu in the Crown Store, I think. Yeah. Whether it's still the Morrowind chapter or not, it's now considered a DLC. No, it's yeah. the Morrowind Zone is how they is do it? it, if I believe so. Because it's not the chapter because it doesn't unlock Wardens and other things. It was just the zone, I think. So oh, chapter yes. means DLC not included in ESO Plus for one year. Essentially. It's a very yeah. cool, epic-sounding fantasy word for not included with subscribed with yeah. subscription. It's an expansion pack, but it's just a little bit different than a traditional expansion. But I'm okay with that. Yeah. Um, so that's exciting. Happy birthday, Daggerfall. When was the actual birthday itself? August thirty first. Yes. Excellent. Awesome. So I see happy here. belated birthday. Yes. We missed it. We'll send you a card. But we only do shows once a week, so we're basically on time this is the second time lost is called out when we're doing the show i think he uh, wants to change the time we record or something (laughs) no i don't want to change it i just for the for this part our timing is fine we said happy birthday as soon as it was its birthday (laughs) for the blades thing it's wow if they only announce it on friday and it's done by sunday we will never be able to inform somebody in a useful way of what the event is yeah it's super we're not going to change for blades events but still Maybe we will. Maybe we'll just become a Soul Blades podcast and just change to Thursday. Or when do they even announce? They announce them on Friday, like at like 5 p.m., don't they? Or something like that. It's, I don't remember, but it's not early. It's It's not not a great, yeah, it's not a lot of time to prepare, um, which is funny. Um, It's also mentioned here that we are now in Hearthfire under the light of the lady. Those born this month are said to be tolerant and kind. So there's your monthly astrology with the uesp so if you are born in the month First of Hearthfire, what's that i don't know we did it last before we have done it did before we? yeah we okay. did it like three you were away um that's it okay yeah we did this last month too so we're now in Hearthfire. so september equals to Hearthfire, which makes sense because it's starting to get colder so you want to put the hearth on um and under the light of the lady so happy birthday yeah. Hearthfire babies as an aside, Elder Scrolls calendar months are really evocative, but they constantly switch between all sorts of schemes. Like Morningstar, that's January. It's the earliest of the yeah. of the year, and so it's the first light that you see before dawn. That's great. And then one of them's first seed, because that's when you first plant seeds. But we switched from a daytime metaphor to a just literally planting metaphor. And then there's mid-year. That's just straight up the middle of the year. I'm sorry, do you want to go over our like the English language months and how much they jump around with like June, you know, January, September? Is the 10th month of the year. Yeah. But those are just 
Those were just, I don't know. It's all crazy. It's god they're named after. Yeah. You know, are they Roman gods? Are they ancient pagan gods? Are they uh, Viking gods? Um, so has anybody here, who here has been purchasing any of the new CC content that can talk about it from Creation Club? I have. So AKB, do you want to talk about what new content is coming out soon and explain what it means? So it seems like they're actually ramping up whatever their plans for the Creation Club are into its second year of existence. By which I mean the first Wait, year. around for one year? Two. This is year two. two. So okay, it's wait, its it second just celebrated birthday. its second anniversary? So yes, yes we are okay. year two. So year day we're going one. into year three, yeah. So. Oh, he's Creation zero indexing. I get it. If you tried, like, the early stuff, you've got. Where is. There he is. This terrible thing right here, which will pop up on your screen eventually, the dwarven armored mud crab who just dabbed for you guys once he shows up on your screen. I still haven't seen it. It's still waiting. It will show up eventually. Yeah, we're on a delay to avoid. It is on a delay, which is good because the plan was to go. Don't worry about the plan. (laughs) We keep, yeah, we keep uh, AKB on a delay for the same there reason that is. live Look. television shows are on delay. Oh, hi. <laughs> and he's oh, terrible. Oh, he's so cute. He, j- he just burrowed into solid stone. What's so terrible terrifying. about him, apart from the burrowing into stone? Because he costs real money. He, that's it. He's just a mud crab that they put Dwarven armor on. And he costs like five bucks. When he first came out, or something like that, I can't remember the actual price off the top of my head. I want to see how much some of the ESO pets are. Then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so they've been doing a bunch of new stuff. It looks like we have what is it, Golden Saints it's, and Dart Seducers coming back, which is much larger scale. They're adding new races, horse armor, adding dungeons for them, adding quests related to them, which was what people were. Go- uh, requesting from the start was that if you did this, you needed to go all the way with it. And they didn't really... It was kind of mixed at first, where they were just going like, well, here's your new thing. Here's the armor of the Divine Crusader, like you can see right now. I just mm-hmm. had to kill a bandit to get that. Now it's go through this dungeon, kill this boss. And n- now, going into the second year, it looks like they're going to even more complex with it so is it still a good price for what it is that's definitely open for debate and some people are definitely going to be saying no to that but now it seems like we're going to actually be getting something substantial as far as content goes yeah so yeah so it seems like the stuff that's actually coming out soon um, yeah, um, doing a quest related to Shivering Isles, a conjurer who's. This is based on what the notes AKB put. There's a conjurer who's trying to get to the Isles and do stuff. Yeah, and they said that this is the biggest creation that they're actually have actually added to the game. It's going to have the most overall content. It doesn't have the biggest dungeon. That honor goes to the Forgotten Seasons, I believe it was called. 
which was a relatively recent creation they came out with. But this one's got more armors and a longer quest and stuff like that. Because do you know if it actually adds Golden Saints and Dark Seducers, or yes. does it just add their armor? It's It says that it's adding the actual Daedra. Okay. Which were not part of base uh, Skyrim. They weren't There's in base one... Skyrim? I can't even remember that. That's crazy. They you weren't there. Go That's back why you and play that there. someday. Version one Skyrim. Yeah. <laughs> it was. Wow, were there major problems? <laughs> um, uh, and it looks like there's some other smaller yes. scale things they're adding as well, correct? They didn't mention many details, which uh, we don't know what they're planning. So I'm just assuming it's going to be small scale. Uh, they're adding the Great Calum Nocturnal, which. It would be very surprising if that was a small-scale add-on, but whatever, I guess. And then they're adding the Sword of Cyrus. It wasn't very specific if it was a soul sword or just, like, a random sword that he used. So I'm very curious about that. Were the clothes also a new addition, or were those already in the game? Uh, those clothes are new. Okay. So... They basically just on a forum post for Skyrim put a bunch of pictures and some brief explanations about it's just a teaser previewing yeah. what's coming to Creation Club. And if you've ever seen the protagonist from Redguard, Cyrus, this looked just like him, essentially. Like it had the bright, colorful pirate clothes and his sword in basically the right fencing position. So it was kind of cool, though. Very bright colors for Skyrim. Yeah. Yeah, Skyrim, I'm used to the just like drab winter, everybody's sad about everything kind of colors. So everyone's covered That's... in mud all the time. Yeah. Awesome. So I haven't invented washing yet. <laughs> there are all those rivers in Skyrim, and you can swim in the river, but you're still covered in mud after. Yeah. I don't know what this means. No one wants to scrub. Everybody's too lazy <laughs> fighting dragons. Um so the plethora of news we have though came from ESO which uh, Jancy was able to get hands on with um, at PAX West it was this weekend so he was able to get hands on with Dragonhold the new DLC that'll be coming out and I don't remember the date that have they even announced a release date yet uh, it's quarter four but I don't quarter four but I don't think there's an actual release date no so yeah but quarter four starts starts uh, soon next month right Next, uh, yeah. October, yeah. Yeah, October's soon, soon TM. Soon, soon TM. Sometime between now and the heat death of the universe. Um, so we do know that. It'll be sometime between now and the end of the world. Awesome. So Beartron, do you want to kind of get us kicked off on all the different sure. things that Jancy... Jeansy. Um, Jancy? Jeansy. I can never I remember. I don't know whether it's... He doesn't know either. He also, Jancy? yeah. When I met him in person, he said he just wrote it down once when he first created the name. He doesn't actually know the proper pronunciation for it. That's so weird. Inventing a name for yourself and then not figuring it out. Anyway, um, the first thing he found out, which is kind of interesting and cool news, is you know how this year has been Season of the Dragon and all of the the, the four, uh, well, I say the three DLCs in the chapter have all been linked together with that yeah. theme. They've all been part of the same story. Apparently they're going to keep this for every year going on. So it's, So every year is going to be Season of the something. Yeah, I think that's watched. a really smart idea i liked the consistency 
of having all four different DLCs from the year part of a single story, that made me more attentive to what actually was going on. Interestingly, it hasn't made me play anymore, but I'm not sure. But I've been more aware of the story than I had previous DLCs. Like, I still don't understand what happened in the, like, um, not Merkmire, the other dungeon DLCs with the Argonians. I can't remember the name of that DLC. Cradle Shadows of the Hist. Hist. Shadows right. of the Hist. Yeah, Shadows of the Hist. No idea what happened in there. I've played one of the dungeons, still don't know what's happening because it went through so quick. Um, so I like that it's a lot of different DLCs, like different styles of DLCs. You have your story ones, you have your chapter, and you have your um, dungeon DLCs that are all still going to be interconnected. I think that's smart for the game going forward. I, I mean, don't... Uh, I'm not sure, because I know that kind of development cycle can really wind down a team like i remember reading stories about like the nfl uh people who have to like make the nfl oh, the and the games, yeah. nba games yeah. and they just burn through people the plus from runs, the simple yeah. and they don't have to make that much new content comparatively but like, this so i would disagree with that comparison here because the changes are the gameplay isn't part of like a same thing like whereas those kind of games are it's the same thing they just added a year and a bunch of new characters to it it's only from a story perspective that they're connected like really they're completely different from what we would be seeing before but the story connect the story is connected in a way so the release cadence would be the same either way but maybe theoretically the story is easier because you don't have to come up with four a unrelated story stories. Every... I really like the notion of threads to build off to, of. uh, athletes as characters, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> They're in a video game. They're characters. They're characters. Yeah. NPCs. Tom Brady, the famous video game character. Actually, I'm going to go change his Wikipedia page to say that Means right nothing now. to me. <laughs> No, yeah. what do I know about NFL or indeed any other? Tom sport? Brady. First page of Wikipedia <laughs> no is going to say Tom Brady, the famous character from Madden 2014. Amazing. And the anyway, many sequels. The the teams are quite separate. There is a a, a um, chapter team. There's the dungeon team, yeah. and then there's the uh, the additional story zone team. Yeah, this so, change so really only affects story. People. Yeah, it's not the same people getting burned out by having to... They're doing what they would be doing anyway. But it's just that there's a, an over overreaching, uh, overarching... One of those words. There's, there's, there's the, the thing that's combining it all. Yeah. Um, I parry Dahlia in chat. Uh, year of the Bantam Guar for next year. I vote for that as well. Just Year of the Guar. Let's call it the Year of the Guar for 20, 2020. Year of the Guar would be amazing. Year of the Guar. <laughs> Just pack wires for everybody. I love it. Um, yeah, so... Year of the Tiger. Year of the Tiger. What is 2020 for the Chinese Zodiac? Well, well it's not Year of the Dragon this year anyway. No. It's but because I've... of a lore uh, comment Michael Kirkbright made. That, uh, that was a joke. Uh, that said that Tiber Septon was incapable of saying Guar, so he referred to Guars as Tigers. Oh, I never heard that did one before. So to not 
upset him or to honor him or whatever. And so some people that raise the tiger striped guar still call them tigers. I presume that there's as much truth in that as uh, Lawrence Schick's description of sorry, Schick. Oh my goodness, Lehman Tuttle's description of his his uh, honor initiation. Ceremony. Initiation, yes, from. from oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But one of them is set in Tamriel, and one of them is set in Earth, and the one thing is both more believable and in a fantasy world. So I, I'd still put the tiger thing at more likely to be true than um than someone than, actually than dying, and then a corporate position being passed to a new person involving blood. Yeah, I don't know. Be... I've heard some things about. Writers. Uh, so the next DLC yeah, is going to be moving on from that dark dark tunnel. Um, new the next DLC, as we already know, is going to be uh, Dragonhold. Um, we were informed, as I think we already knew this, that it's going to take place in Southern Elsewhere, uh, roughly about the same size as Merkmire, and centered around Senshal, if I am pronouncing that right, which is in decline due to the Naughton flu. Or Knotten, we've never actually made a definitive answer, but we will have one soon. That's yeah. exciting. Uh, so we'll know how to actually pronounce that. It is not linked to Northern Elsewhere, and there is a southern, a Central Elsewhere section geographically. Yes, it's linked as in the well, yeah. So there's a Central Elsewhere section uh, that isn't in the game, which includes mm -hmm. Corinth, Torval, and Alabaster. So we know that. So that seems like it'll be a pretty good size, eh? I'm happy with a Merkmire size. Merkmire was good for me. I think any bigger and I would have been a bit annoyed because it would have probably been more sparse in content. I think Merkmire was a good level of content and uh, area that you can actually quest in. Apparently there's going to be three biomes and uh, Johnsy said that the map ends at the edge of the Tenmar Forest in the north. Uh, Black Heights, which is one of the um, towns that was in Arena, uh, is right at the north northwestern edge of the zone. And he says it's a small village, uh, mostly of Dargi, uh, but also Althik, and there's some really cute, tiny little houses which only <laughs> Althik can enter. Which is kind of a shame, because it means you won't get to look inside. Can an Althik be a, like a carpenter and build a house? They don't have well, someone else, Or would somebody else them. build the house for them? Maybe that's what the daggy are for. I don't know. Maybe. Oh, maybe there's some like. And every tool inside their house can be used without thumbs. Yeah, smart. But I mean, they have magic. They way. could just move stuff around. I feel like. That's pretty true. Magic solves most problems in fantasy worlds. Every Alphique has low-level telekinesis, <laughs> so that they can interact with thumb-requiring tools. Amazing. Um. So, yeah, he was also saying that the middle area is more jungle grassland uh, with Central as the focus there. And the palace is made of wood. Jancy couldn't tell so, whether it was Grotwood Oak. Is that a lore related? I don't know. So okay. I saw the conversation and somebody asked, is the palace still made of Grotwood Oak? I, I'm not aware of that one and, at all. And Jancy responded, it seems to be wood. But I UESP searched and I cannot find anything talking about the construction of the Palace of Senshal. I searched wood. I searched Grotwood. I, I can't find anything. So yeah, I, I'm not aware of any relation to why the palace would be 
important for it to be made of wood. Maybe there's some developer text somewhere that talked about it, but I got no idea. Okay. Well, uh, hang on, hang on. Uh, Torval, mm? the, in Torval, the main and their tribe live in. Hang on, what's that? So the Torval is considered the capital, I believe. Yes. But Torval is in central elsewhere, so we're not going to see it. Yes. Well, those palaces are crafted from oak that comes from vein wood. Well, okay. Well, maybe that's that, why. That maybe slightly that's why, annoys yeah. me because somebody asking the wrong question meant I searched fruitlessly <laughs> trying to be able to cite this lore fact. They didn't okay. ask the wrong question. We just <laughs> interpreted it the wrong way. Um, it, are the palaces of Senshal still made of oak? Well, they were never made of oak, so I think it's the wrong question. Well, they, they might have been made of wood. Good. Yeah, but we didn't have any basis for that, so saying still was a problem. True. So I think it was Om. Om can be wrong again. <laughs> it was probably Om. We'll just get, say that Om was incorrect. Uh, so the yeah. third biome that he mentioned is an area that they call the Scorch. So it's south of Senshal, and because the Nahatan flu was so devastating to the Khajiit, they tried to stop it by just burning, burning. this entire <laughs> area. Just everything alive south of Senshal, burn it alive so it can't spread the flu. And presumably that didn't help because people still got sick, but I don't actually know specifically how Senshal was affected by the flu. So maybe they actually did weather it better because of doing this i don't know Interesting. we'll probably find out once we have access to that zone mm -hmm. um yeah he says the map goes to the southern coast uh south guard is present which is another um, arena town yeah and that there are some other points of interest and one of the ones that he made note of too was called the forgotten main but you weren't able to go in there during the demo um he said it's it looked really cool dungeon? though yeah i assume it's a dungeon or a delve probably probably mm -hmm. a delve not a dungeon um, he sure. said it looked sweet though. There was a giant main statue and four glowing dot 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 things of different color. Um, he didn't spend too much time there, but uh, it seemed like it might be a puzzle to unlock the door. So that'd be pretty cool if they started adding uh, little like kind of world puzzles in just for flavor. Um, I always am. I always, I have mixed thoughts on adding like puzzles into MMOs because they seem either it's going to be like. Too e it either has to be too easy so that you're not just like locking somebody out of content because they just want to do something with their friends versus being trivial too trivial to be like, well, why was this even here? So that'll be interesting. I'll, I'll be curious if they get that in there. Um, he mentioned another Dell that's called the Forgotten Citadel. Apparently there's a lot of forgetting going on in elsewhere. And... <laughs> this is exactly what Jansi put down, but it was formerly the Topol Something Academy. He can't remember the exact name. He's not allowed to take <laughs> pictures. No pictures or videos while you're going around this event, but Something Academy that is now this dilapidated and forgotten citadel. Well, I don't know how dilapidated it is. Abandoned, clearly, because that's what the word forgotten implies. It's a poor education program. Yeah. Since we're just making a bunch of assumptions lost... Just couldn't get the funding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and he also mentioned that there's no new first ox, but we do see more Doggy, Palmer, Alfique, and Centrot NPCs. So there's more of them, but there's none of the ones that we haven't seen yet 
in game. They're all stuck in central elsewhere. They're all just hanging out there just with the Imga. And this I is mean, I'm ahead, not exactly surprised because uh, you know, rigging the skeletons, well, that's a lot doing of the resources. Yeah. Here's the thing though. The arms look like elves. That's yeah. true. They should be able to just re-texture the is, Bosmer. This is but, just the worst because Jansi has this theory that Ohms are not actually a Khajiit. They're just wood elves that were adopted. And we need that to go away. <laughs> I hate that theory. It doesn't make any sense. But now we don't have anything to make him stop saying it. <sighs> okay. Well, that's now proof that that is actually what it is. So to make Lost uh, super angry, we're going to refer to Ohms as Bosmer from the rest of time until they confirm that is not true. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Thank you for letting us know that bothers you, Lost. (laughs) In the Elder Scrolls Chapter 1 arena, the Argonian you can play as was really a Dunmer. Oh, no. That's an actual fan theory that it was just an... A Dunmer that Dressed up as was a lizard? turned into an Argonian by his ingestion, his staff ingestion. When we say theory, we mean something that has absolutely no information to support it, but well, somebody thought it sounded fun. And you look like a Dunmer. Mm-hmm. No, you have scales. Maybe you grow them. And it's <laughs> yeah. also not clear <laughs> scales. Today we learned AKB was the one that invented this theory. Okay. Um, Again, so we do AKB. <laughs> we do have some idea of the story, yes. The story so, of Dragonfold. Um, so what we know is this focuses around stopping a dragon cult from fulfilling a prophecy. Um, we know this not just from um, John C, but also you know things they've hinted on ESO Live and things like that. We're so always fighting cults. Sources. They do like their cults. Yeah, yes. we always have to fight a cult. <laughs> Just like and real life. Slice Han will return. Now, uh, spoiler alert. Yes, spoiler alert for a five year old game. At the end of the base game main quest, you have to sacrifice one of the five companions, except it can't be Abnathan because he's needed for the ritual. Isn't that convenient? And it can't be you because. And, it, it was, and it's supposed to be Varen because he's garbage. Well, you have the choice of Slice Han, Lyris, Titanborn, or. Uh, or Varen Aquilarius, the prophet. Yeah. So Varen, here's the th- and apparently, what? even if you decided to sacrifice Sisahan at the end of the base game main quest, the story will make sense. You so, just, we don't you, know how. Uh, we don't know how yet. I believe they literally said, uh, I swear I saw it somewhere where you just goes like, yeah, I thought I died too. And then I just woke up somewhere. Yeah, I woke up the next morning, I think I've seen. Somewhere, but obviously, uh, when That's we've so got funny. the when we've got the patch on the PTS, when it was all a dream. Oh, don't I don't want the Dallas ending. <laughs> Fade to the pink uh, dream scene uh, border, and then we'll be perfect. Uh, and anyway, I don't think see... this is connected. He made a comment that Sai has a good line. Base he and he is paraphrasing because again he couldn't record it, but. People will tell anything to someone with a glorious beard. So Sai is saying that the reason he knows something is because people will just talk to him because his beard is so good. Do you know that's actually true? Because my my husband is a bearded man, and people people do 
it's it's true right now. Let me tell you state secrets. It's true right now that currently culture believes people with a beard to be more trustworthy than someone without. But that ebbs and flows apparently very frequently, like every like 10 years that in the 90s, somebody with facial hair was considered to be untrustworthy and they were the ones you wanted to keep away. But now it's come back into style and it's someone with a beard is considered to be more trustworthy. So there you go. Huh. Um, Which is why you're watching this live right now. You currently are trusting Pylon's comments, but everything Lost says, you're dealing with an air of distrust. Exactly. I am not clean shaven. I just have blonde facial hair. And I don't have a beard. I'm just lazy and haven't shaved today. <laughs> um, Jeansy did say that there is a really juicy lore nugget, and he's not going to tell us what it was, so we don't know. So that's exciting. So we're going to so have to wait and see that. we're tantalizing you because he tantalized us. Exactly. We're passing it on. Um, my Khajiit just came to visit. So, oh, hey, buddy. Um, hey. He mentioned that there's no new skill line being added. But so there wasn't a skill don't. line ever. Oh, there was in like Thieves Guild and um, Dark Brotherhood. That's what he's referring yeah, to. Exactly. I was thinking like Merc Meyer, and there hasn't been one added for to a non-chapter f- since chapters have come out. And Morrowind didn't have one, did it? It had the Warden. Yeah. Okay. Yep. That's close. Yeah. So it's been class. It's been class skill line class. So presumably the next chapter would have a skill line. But, you know, with, with the Dragon Guard being a focus, um, it's possible that we'll be able to join the Dragon Guard. And in that case, they people might think, oh, they're like a guild. So people might... That would be cool. Yeah. And then we get shouts, and then we can recreate <laughs> Skyrim too. Anyway, I assume they're going to eventually add shouts. I would... But we're not Dova, Dovakin. You can just learn them, though. Can? Yeah, you can just learn them. I guess just harder. And since we're already the uh, vestige, it's probably not too outrageous. So The special thing about Dragonborn is that they can kill a dragon, absorb its soul, and then that allows them to just instantly learn a word. Yeah. Um, th- so other piece of big news that wasn't related to Dragonhold, though, is that with the events coming up, the Imperial City DLC is going to be free for everybody for the rest of time. Which, and So it's a base good. game now. It's now base game, essentially, which is amazing in my perspective. I saw some people being like, oh, I'm not too happy. They're wrong, just categorically wrong. This is a very, very healthy, good thing for the game. I expected it to happen. It, yeah. Um, I've been expecting it to happen since uh, elsewhere where they moved the uh, Imperial City from being part of a campaign to its own campaign. To its own campaign. I thought, oh, Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think this I is going like, to be yeah. a a good, a very healthy change, and it's going to be good going forward. And I'm curious how they're going to, if they're going to do anything else with any of the other DLCs. I have two thoughts about that. That one, are they going to do anything to basically compensate people who no. got it the first time through? They won't. No, because they've had it for three years. Yeah, right? you've but, paid to have early access. <laughs> but if they I also wonder if they kind of learned the lesson here that you shouldn't split up PvP content because yeah. once PvP split up, it dies. That's what happened with I think that's what happened with um, 
Battlegrounds. 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 Yeah. And they've they've realized that like, yeah, no. PvP needs to always be base game. Otherwise and like going to like Imperial City, I know I've had struggles with like yes, it's nice that there's not a ton of people there so you don't get ganked constantly, but it's terrible because some of the bosses are designed to need four or five people to beat them. Like they're impossible to solo, basically. So I'm excited for that to be in there. I think it's gonna be very healthy and then people will actually do ice uh imperial city and the imperial city came out in august 2015 so it's yeah. more than four years old yeah that was I the last like anything like people have paid for just becoming a free thing because like arena have... and daggerfall ah. like that was a very very long way in comparison I'm sure. 100% as somebody who paid for all of these things. I'm always okay for things to go free after they've kind of reached the point of like there's no reason for me to pay for this anymore. Like it's older content. Um like having the chapters become part of just DLCs and free with ESO Plus. I'm totally okay with that. I paid to be able to play it while it was current content and the current setting. Um, the same with like expansions in other games and stuff like that, or the like if the special edition Skyrim that is the same price that it would have been to just buy base game Skyrim, but now it has all of the expansion packs with it. I've I never mean, really I had a problem with it. those. I get why they've done it, but it is like one of those things where I understand their logic because like. If you looked at like, oh, hey, what uh, expansions and all should I buy? Like almost every single yeah. one on this list said, don't get Imperial City. Exactly. So it... they knew it was bad, they, that they had a problem on their hands. Yeah. So well, it's not that it, no, it's not bad, but it, it was bad for ZOS. Dislike he's dislike saying it. it's bad for ZOS, not bad for players. Right. Okay. I, I do dislike it, but it was bad for ZOS. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I don't love the way it was laid out because I, I generally am not a PvPer, so it's more difficult to me. If they ever add a PvE uh, campaign for Ice Crown, or not Ice Crown, oof, too much classic WoW. Um, <laughs> that's from Wrath of the Lich King. I would love Warcraft. PvE Cyrodiil, by the I way. I would love PvE Imperial City. Like, give me no Telvar stones for doing that. Something like that. Like, make it incentivize me to do the pvp version just give me no telvar stones or something like that if i do it just in PvE. but just, just let me do the whole story just want to do the story yeah totally to do the story um that's the same as my like argument of normal normal dlc dungeons shouldn't be any harder than base game normal dungeons make the vet ones incredibly difficult but that's my soapbox for today um, the other things that we know that are coming uh, event-wise is there's going to be a Dragon Rise in-game event planned. Um, we think this is going to be similar to Summer Falls, um, the last year's Summer Fall. What Summer Falls? So that was yeah. the thing where everyone had to get the summer set uh, Pathfinder. It was Basically, right. There no, was an sorry. Achievement the notes say elsewhere set. Pathfinder, and now and then I was like, get the elsewhere Pathfinder. And I'm like, wait, no, now it will be get elsewhere Pathfinder. Right. Yeah, 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 for this year, yeah. Not the so, last year. I'm like, we didn't get an elsewhere. I mean, elsewhere Summerfall was, was really, really great because for the people that actually took part in it, you had a lot of people uh, crossing to, because basically you could do it once per platform and server. Yeah. So if 
if you own um so everybody could do it on two servers if you normally play on na you could go to eu if you normally play on eu you could go to na make a new character there get the achievement and it was so friendly because people people were just just offering to port other people around the zone to make sure they could get the achievement and it was it was really really good for community spirit um and you know the sheer number of people who were turning up going hey i'm a lost person from na and i'm on your eu server and i don't know what i'm doing and some of the streamers as well took to big groups of people yeah it was awesome Um, and it was really really good so you know um, i think that would be a good thing although i don't know who's going to get tattooed this year (laughs) rich has had his tattoo unless unless uh, gina had big like neck tattoo next person gets tattoo um room on his face just saying Everybody looks better with a face tattoo. Well, that's where you're going to get your. Isn't that true? Obviously, you're just going to all the way around. Yeah. Okay, I'll Photoshop something together and we'll send it over. (laughs) Tattoos. Here's here's (laughs) an Ouroboros, like uh, the monk uh, round haircut. Oh, like tonsure. Yeah. Yeah, tonsure. Ouroboros crown around your head. Yeah, basically shave your head completely, but then have the so you can only see it fully from the top cool <laughs> i'm gonna do some photoshopping tonight we'll uh, we get some suggest that, yeah. 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 <laughs> face tattoos everything is classier with a face tattoo <laughs> please deform yourself for a, yeah. or just for just for our enjoyment amazing we're terrible terrible humans so the other thing johnsy heard about was something called dragon guards legacy it's going to be another in-game event he believes he heard that he heard it will be free content not requiring dragon hold but they didn't say anything about it just the name yeah um the other thing exciting for our console friends is twitch drops are coming soon to console players so that's exciting because that's been a kind of a I think every time I've seen a tweet or an Instagram post or anything like that saying like, hey, there's going to be drops for this. It's always the first comments like, not for console players. Everybody hates us. So they don't hate you. It was just harder apparently. So it's like the, yeah. So that'll be nice to see that coming there. I'm curious why it was harder. I bet it has to do with the requirements of like the Microsoft online stores and the PlayStation online stores. Like they have, it's almost absolutely. Yeah. It's it has to be. It was just like an agreement thing that they were like, no, you can't offer this here if you're going to also offer it on PlayStation or something like that. So, so yeah, that'll be awesome. And then we they added some items to the August performance roadmap. Which yep. is the most exciting thing of all. I am well, so excited for the roadmap. I it's, love it's that. It's good that's stuff good. that yeah. boasts good things for the future, but like, it's not super exciting just to read it. The idea, though, is that performance in lots of different areas will get way better. Are you kidding me? Good. That is like... I get excited bomb. about stories. Technical yes. details Imagine are important, but they're not, not as fun to having me. As not having to sit on loading screens for as long though to get to those stories I mean, that's good and actually being able to play the game it'd be like blade story would be great if you could play it yeah <laughs> i'm gl- again i'm glad i binged the entire thing and Thinking i will one be happy sitting, when yeah. it comes back yeah. that's why you broke get it version 1.4 and just go like i 
I, I don't care that I can play it again. I just Tell wanted a new story. Those two things will go together. Yeah. I am very excited about the improvements. I think that's going to be really good for the game to they have more teams focusing on that. So that'll be really, they, really good. From what I read of it, it kind of makes it sound like they're heading into like a nightmare of a problem though. Oh, one hundred percent it's going to be awful. If you anybody's ever had to deal with like refactoring code and somebody else's probably cons- considering the game started development in what 2011 i believe it was yeah around there yeah so we're looking at eight-year-old code that's been handed over to how many different devs at this point and how many different programs have worked on it complete redesign so there's probably still things in there from the original rollout that don't work in one tamriel anymore but they're still in there because when they tried to remove them that broke something else so well but that's it we know that a lot of the code spaghetti code from you know, they, they change... Because all code is. The, the that all code is spaghetti code. ...that a boss has in a dungeon, and it breaks an ability on Dragon Knights. And you're like, yeah. what? Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of stuff like that. that How just... was that connected? So, it is yeah. definitely apparent. There's also the simple fact that the game file sizes are just insanity, and it's only gotten worse with time. So that is one of the things that they're planning to fix. Yes. There's going to be, uh, I think it's in January, the quarter one, 2020. Uh, okay. So I just said 2020, I, and then I had to look at the little clock in the corner of my screen because 2020 sounds like the future. Yeah. I really it, so you know, so My head is. was still in tw- yeah. 2004, you know? <laughs> I really want the patch that reduces the file size finally to go like, Downloading negative like megabytes yeah. as it goes. It's just like removing things from your system. Yeah, unfortunately, it's going to be a brand new download uh, from scratch. Yeah, yeah, but after that, it'll be much nicer going yeah, forward. It'll be awesome. It will be, yeah. Some um, of the upcoming soon changes. They said that I think it's for Dragonhold, the looking for group tool. The code has been completely changed how it functions, and they're really trying to make sure that it'll be fast and efficient even when everybody is trying to do a dungeon at the same time instead of apparently the very very long wait times that they have now yeah so it'll be nice to see that and the other change i think they were talking about is using cold storage to move inactive accounts um out of the game so that should improve a lot of the load times for people that are on more frequently because they won't have to search through player things when they're trying to do queries to the database that are no longer actually even playing the game. So I think it'll be very awesome. And it's nice that they're doing, they're giving a little bit more transparency than normal with the roadmap. Um, especially cause they've already set like made edits to the roadmap and saying like, Hey, we're actually focusing on this right now. This is what's happening right now. So it's really nice that they're being transparent about it. I think that's nice for the community. And to they gave updates on how far along each of those steps currently is, which is exactly. Cool. Yeah. So that's not something you ever really see from any other game developers for MMOs. Really. I haven't seen that from, I don't know if arena net does that anymore. They did it. They had some, um, I- Roadmap There's probably before, not but... as much detail as this one was on specifically here are our milestones and here's our progress, but th- this is pretty unique, but also it's purely in the technical side. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so then kind of the final two little bits of news that we got from Gene C was he was talking to some of the developers at ZOS and they were talking about 
what they want to see in the future and what things they absolutely won't do, which is really interesting. So we know he was saying that what they do really want to do is uh, get to the more Daedric realms, which is awesome. I love Daedric realms because they're just so varied and there's so many things they can do with them, um, yep. which I think will be really cool. Um, and then but- the... The other part, I want to give the negative news. Yeah. It just sounds fun right now. They said that they are definitely, at least at the moment, they plan to definitely not show Akavir or Adric Divine Realms or Atmora. We are staying on Tamriel or we're going to the Daedra. <laughs> Hyadonia wasn't on the list or... Yeah, it's true. Inf- infamous Yakoda. I presume that they're also off the list and he just only listed some of the ones people care about more because people constantly go on about Akavir. People yeah. don't talk about Yakuta as much or Pandonia as much. It's still talked about. I'm not saying it's an obscure lore topic, but Akavir's the highliner. It's none so, of that. Yes. So it's we know Lost <laughs> be like, stop talking about it. Never going to happen. Give DJ up. Will like that. Go away. Yeah, it's actually it's that's going to be the uh, other MMO that we know ZOS is working on. So it's going to just be Akavir, the MMO. That's why they're not putting it in. If it was, (laughs) I just broke Baratron. Oh my god! (laughs) And I'd be like, oh no, I want to play ESO, but I want to play ASO. Oh no! (laughs) Akavir Scrolls Online. Yeah. Amazing. I would hope they would call it Akavir Scrolls too instead of Elder Scrolls. Just to just to make everybody so angry. And oh my, I got oh, to think I about love this. That. Anyway, um, we forgot to mention the thing about the quest line. I think, which is the quest line that ends the season of the dragon. Did we say? Did that? we forget to mention? No, I think we. That's Dragonhold. We talked about that. Yeah, right. just that no, we'll no, be. No. Ju- we'll the be... next quest line that will, can only be completed at the end. I don't even know what that is. So I don't know what that is either. It. Okay. So apparently, uh, the quest line that ends the season of the dragon can only be completed after completing both the Elsewhere chapter main quest and the Dragonhold DLC main quest. Oh, oh, interesting. Okay, I read that wrong when I saw that. Yeah, as opposed to you know where you can do quests out of order. This you're only you have able to, to finish those ones. The other two. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering okay with that. if they they might actually finally do the post-main quest story without going like, oh, hey, you don't have to have done all this stuff, finally. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we'll finally I like get... that. Go ahead. I'm, just, I'm agreeing with you. I like that. Yeah, we're just making green, green noises. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought, see, it sounded like Palin had some some point, like, oh, I have some insight on this. I have no insight. I was I going like, like oh, wow, I'm super curious about Palin's insights, because no. I was basically explaining my point. Excellent. Yeah, so no, I think that'll be great. I think I I prefer some quests to be gated so that you can only complete it after completing another one. Um, so the story can be good and linear as stories yes. should be. Yes. Not all wishy-washy time stuff. Yeah. Another yeah. Awesome. I don't even know what's happening right now. So since I don't know what's <laughs> going on, that's probably a good place to uh, end the show for tonight. So... Thanks, everybody, for coming and joining us as we discuss our love of the Elder Scrolls and all things about it and all of the different games. Um, On behalf of Lost 
Baratron, AKB, and myself, and all of the people who help out with the show but can't be here tonight. There's so many of the people that are actually doing a lot of the work in the background of the show, so thank you all for helping us out. Uh, as always, make sure you check us out on all of the social medias. If you look for UESP, you will probably find us somewhere. Um, and thank you for joining us tonight. It's been a pleasure, and we hope you guys have some fantastic adventures in NERM. Bye, everybody. Crimson Nurn Root is garbage. <laughs> the final thought. <laughs>